I've realized that there was something missing. When I was working as a doctor, I didn't have autonomy. I didn't have freedom. So I moved away. I started traveling. When I was traveling, I realized I didn't have, you know, the business. I didn't have the financial security. So I, I doubled down on business and then achieved that. And when I was morbidly obese, I didn't have the health freedom. I was pain free. I didn't have the, the longevity because of being morbidly obese. You're listening to the Ecom Exits podcast with your host, Nate Ginsberg. Learn the best tips and tactics to improve profits, cash flow, and maximize your e commerce business value on the way to a successful exit. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome back, podcast listeners. Today, I'm joined by my friend, Dr. Emil, founder at Health Evolved. Ah, oh, man, I'm really excited for this one. One of the people that geeks out on health to a degree much deeper and is a good friend. We've done a lot of fun stuff together. Emil, thanks for joining us. Nate, thanks for having me on the show. Looking forward to geeking out. All right, I want to paint a scene a little bit. So there's you and I. We're on a, a private island in Croatia. Most of the other people on the island are probably hungover. And here we are. It's probably like 9 a.m. And we're doing some, you know, improvised workout on pull-up bars and whatever we could find. Like, where are we and what are we doing? Yeah, I think that's where we first met, right? That was Croatia 2018, I believe. That's correct. That's the one. That's the one. Just make sure I'm on the right page. Yeah. So that was the baby bathwater event. Absolutely epic. And yeah, we we bonded over sweaty push-ups, running shirtless around the <laughs> islands. And sounds about right. Glad to know that some things some things don't change. Still running around shirtless, doing pull-ups. I'm in Thailand. You're in Lisbon. I guess not not yeah, collectively yeah. together. But if you follow either of our Instagrams, you know, plenty of plenty of that. But yeah. Uh, so Dr. Emil. Man, I know you've got such an interesting story. Like, take us back to, you know, where things started. I mean, you've had a, I know it's been a wild ride the last few years. It's been awesome to, you know, be your friend and, and kind of see a lot, some of these transformations. But like, take us back, like, what were you doing, you know, a, a couple years ago? And I guess specifically on the doctor part of, of your title. Yeah, yeah. So I started off very traditionally, you know, my, my dad is a doctor, my uncle, cousin, doctors, and my dad said to me at kind of 15, 16, you should be a doctor. I said, yeah, sure. No worries. Sounds good. Easy life. Very stable. And I went with it. And that up until about 2013, 14, where I kind of started to feel some disillusionment with, you know, the healthcare system and with my lack of freedom, various things. So I was actually working as a anesthetist at that point. So putting people to sleep, you know, deep in pharmacology, that kind of thing. And then, yeah, 2015, I left because I wanted to do health better than what the health service was doing. And I also didn't want to be told what to do, essentially. I wanted, I wanted more freedom. And yeah, so I left. I started working as a, as a coach, a health coach. I started trying to become an Instagram influencer because that was what I thought would give me freedom. I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was at that stage. <laughs> and I was working in ER. Uh, in the emergency room just as kind of you know moonlight shifts but i wasn't moonlighting because it was my normal that was my that, that was my work so i did that for kind of two or three years and then and then i started to get a taste of this nomads entrepreneur lifestyle 
I got invited to an event in 2017, totally out of the blue. And that then started my travel. And actually one of my first conferences or real events was Baby Bathwater. And you know know what these events are like. That's Mm. a hell of a jump just from nothing Mm. to Baby Bathwater, private islands, what have I landed in? It's like Alice in Wonderland or something. And yeah, I mean, the rest is is pretty much history. 2018, I kind of, I made a commitment to travel every month from the UK while still working as a doctor. I hit that. Then I joined the DC, another entrepreneurial group or circle, went to Bangkok, Thailand, where we hung out again. And then 2019, was kind of the same, got back to the UK just for the summer, did a few shifts as a doctor and then left the UK for good September of, of last year now, yeah, 2019. And then we left, we went traveling, relocated to Portugal and everything's just been growing and growing at a crazy, crazy pace. And you know what, even with COVID, the fact that we've stopped traveling, grounded in one place, managed to you know set up a bit of an office and workspace and mm. business has just gotten better and better. So yeah, and I mean, I think like, especially, I mean, health, is never going out of style. And especially in the midst of a pandemic, you know, it's probably even more top of mind of people. And so, you know, people being interested in, in health. And I mean, yeah, glad to hear that, you know, business has been been good. And we'll, we'll get into more of that stuff later. But so one thing, like if you could share for some context, so, you, you know, I know you, you have the background as a doctor and, you know, we're practicing, but for those that don't know you or aren't familiar with you, Kind of talk a little bit about your own, you know, physical journey and activities and some of the, I mean, remind me, but I think I remember you doing world's strongest man and gaining a hundred kilos and losing a hundred kilos and, and, and yeah. So, you know, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I've always been sporty that I thank my parents for that. They always took us skiing, rollerblading to beaches, all that kind of stuff since we were super young. And I grew up in Wales in the UK. So I played rugby since I was 11. And that was kind of my introduction to sports. I started then, you know, running around the local park, doing push-ups and sit-ups. I did some like Navy SEAL prep program that you could find on the internet. Loads of people have done it. You just Google it. It's really good, really, really cool. So I did that at 16, 17. And then when when I hit 18 and went to university, I started working in a gym. And that was pretty much my first real experience of the gym, just straight into working there. And I just absolutely fell in love with it. I was still playing rugby, but over time I phased out of rugby. I kept getting injured, kept getting hit on the head, but loved training in the gym. One thing, just just for context that you, I I think that it's important for the audience, like how tall are you and and how much do you weigh if that's (laughs) okay to share? Oh yeah, for sure. So six, six foot four. 194 centimeters and i mean at the moment about 115 kilos yeah, so so what is that in pounds a lump. like to i don't know a lot a lot more than me and, and for anyone listening i mean you see emil he's he's a big guy you see him and you you think world's strongest man and i mean one thing that i love about emil and you i mean for those that maybe can or can't see but he's also like the nicest biggest smile so genuine just like a big i mean teddy bear in the best way also huge. And, and yeah, so back to your work in the gym and this is when you really got into your own fitness. Yeah. 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 And I, and I absolutely loved it. And I've always loved that kind of thing. I worked in the gym. I did some uh, training, personal training qualifications. You just kind of do them when you work in a gym. And during my medical degree, I also did a sports science degree because that was an option. Oh, so then I quit rugby, did one martial arts fight, mixed martial arts, which I won, but wasn't really for me for whatever reason. And then I got into strongman, eventually gained another 
I don't know, from that, from that weight, 40 kilos to 142 kilos, which is like 320 pounds, something like that. And, and that wasn't good, but I was strong, morbidly obese, but strong. And then I kind of realized that that wasn't healthy. I had some issues with blood pressure and with carrying excess fat. And I was 24. So that was, that was rough. That was a big realization. And that's when I kind of really started to get into nutrition. Up until that point, it was all about training, strength, you know, elite performance, that kind of thing. And then it moved into nutrition. And from 2013, 14, I sort of started to experiment with things. I mean, keto, which we'll talk about as well, but low carbs, that kind of thing. And that's actually how I lost most of my weight initially, just by cutting out carbs. And then obviously anything I do, I do to an extreme. So dieting became bodybuilding. So then I did bodybuilding for a couple of years. And then recently in 2008 or whatever, I I just started living life and traveling and, mm-hmm. and it was more about balance and flexibility and still being healthy, still being in shape, but also running, you know, multiple businesses and traveling and, and just enjoying life basically. Yeah. Well, man, awesome story. And, uh, and yeah, and one thing that you, that, I mean, you, you mentioned, but I remember, you know, us talking about, or you, you, the, the way that you said it, this was, I don't know, sometime, but how like, you're the kind of person that, you know, w- when you do something, you go all in. And so yeah. first it was strongest man and you I've seen the pictures you're huge (laughs) and then you go into the cut and I mean I've seen those pictures and like you cut a lot and then you do this and then it's nutrition coaching and then it's you know the business and getting into the coaching and you sign up for all the programs and just like you know whatever you do you you do it all the way and and really like to act as a self guinea pig on all these things that you're interested in and you're trying and I mean you know with a lot of them focused around you know health obviously I mean I think that you know, your, your clients can benefit and, you know, you've done all the weird stuff. I've done some of the weird stuff you've done, you know, all of it. And yeah. And I know your, you know, your clients are then able to, you know, get, get that benefit. And so, man, let's, let's start with debunking some myths. So you tell me what are some of the health or diet fads or trends that make you the most frustrated because they're not getting people what they think they're getting or they want. Yeah. So this, this is a topic which we could talk for the next two days about. And I, and I don't want to just go in and just start, you know, wrecking the place and, and throwing all this wow, stuff out the window because start, start doing start that. wrecking the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but without, without context, it, you know, it, it breaks people. And, you know, we've had conversations about this as well in Chiang Mai. I remember, you know, we were sitting down and talking about, about, these things. So the way I kind of look at things is let's start with a foundation. Let's start with what is true in the world of physics and physiology. And then from there, we can build on top of it. And, you know, what is essentially true is is energy balance. So if you want to lose body fat, you need to eat a bit less. And if you want to gain body fat or muscle, you need to eat a bit more. And, you know, that's kind of fundamental. And I know there's lots of arguments on the internet about it, which is why I don't tend to argue on the internet, but that is essentially true. And then on top of that, you can put any framework you want and frameworks can be vegan, keto, fasting, carnivore, everything else is a framework that you put on top of these absolute fundamentals. It's like a a car runs with an engine and then there's a million variations, but fundamentally you need this petrol going in an engine. I know don't talk about Tesla, that's different, but you know, mm-hmm. essentially, but they're all the same kind of structure. So it's exactly the same with nutrition and diet. And keto is fine. It does what it does. It's not magical, for example, neither is fasting, neither is going vegan. And if you were to watch or read the internet or social media or Netflix, then each of these pitched 
as being magical. And actually, if you look at the benefits that people tout for each one, it's like reduce inflammation, improve longevity, cause body fat to come off, all these other things. And they're exactly the same list of benefits. You just change the framework depending on what you're watching. You, you see one uh, book or series or documentary and it says carnivore achieves all these things vegan achieves all these things plants are the bad guy meat is the bad guy saturated fat is the bad guy and you just swap out the name of the diet or the or the bad guy and the benefits stay the same because we want the same thing so it's just like logically they can't all cause all the problems and all the benefits you know on the just on the surface and as i said i don't want to kind of go into it and wreck the place but if you have a strong belief about something, for example, keto, carnival, vegan, then don't keep looking for stuff to confirm that belief. Look for stuff to disprove it. Because if you can find stuff which disproves it, then great, you've now a little bit more open-minded, a little bit more knowledgeable. If you just find stuff which confirms it, it's very, very easy to do. And you'll just keep reinforcing this same very narrow image as confirmation bias. And right. you'll just get down a rabbit hole. And actually algorithms on Google, algorithms on Facebook, tailor that they give you right. stuff which keeps you going down the same road so just try as an experiment to look up stuff specifically about other ideas and just be open to them because mm -hmm. the chances are the reason that you're settled on this single idea whichever it is is because it's the first one you came across or you mm -hmm. watched something about it before you watched anything else or a friend got success with it and just remember that a friend can get success with any of them because of this fundamental kind of principle which applies universally Mm, okay. Yeah. And I, I mean, this is definitely consistent with, you know, talks that we've had. And one thing that I yeah. think is really like that I appreciate about your perspective is it's very like not dogmatic or what you're dogmatic about is not being dogmatic, <laughs> you yeah. know, whether it's, you know, your diet or nutrition and it's never like a one size fits all. It's never like a black or white, you know, there's no magic bullets. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think that, I, I mean, you know, some people are looking for a magic bullet, which I mean, hey, if that's what they're looking for, and that's, you know, like you just said, confirmation bias, people will find what they're looking for yeah. and, you know, wish them the best. But like, I know a lot of the like amazing success stories of, you know, friends of mine that you've worked with and, you know, transformations that they have. It's like, you're not selling anyone a magic bullet. It's like, look, this is how the body and nutrition and reality works. And, you know, these are the options within that. And like, let's make informed decisions with all that in mind. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah. you get a amazing results without, you know, being dogmatic. And so, so, you know, one question, like I mentioned, I'm currently about two weeks into keto, which is like the first time that I've, uh, this is the longest I've ever done keto. I've done a couple of 72 hour fasts. And then I, I did one a couple of weeks ago and, you know, was feeling good in, in keto. I was like, all right, I'm just going to give this a try. And so overall I'm enjoying it. Like I, I, I think I'm noticing, you know, a little bit of that, like, you know, keto clarity. I mean, my, my objectives, I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm trying, you know, maintain if anything, but, but yeah, you know, interested more in the cognitive side and, and yeah, just kind of curious of your thoughts. Like, I mean, with what you know about me and kind of my, my health and I, I mean, two, two and a half weeks in overall good. I I, mean, I think I want to keep it up for a period, but I, it's not like a forever lifestyle change. Mm. And, and yeah, any stuff that I either should be aware of or your thoughts on just kind of keto in general. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, first off, people assume that because I'm in the calories camp that I think everything else is bullshit. And I, I, I literally don't venture onto the internet 
because I don't care. It's like, I know what works. I know this, how this works with myself, with clients. I don't need to prove it to other people. As you say, people look for a magic bullet. They find it. I'm happy for them. Eventually they'll realize that it isn't actually what they're looking for. And then they'll come to me and that's fine in their own time. There's no rush. I'm not a hard seller. I don't care. So I'm super open-minded. And like I said, go and look for things which disprove your theory. So mm. when I was initially looking into nutrition, I tried low carb. And then, you know, I, I was starting to get into bodybuilding and people were like, dairy makes you fat, fruit makes you fat. And I was like, why? I don't understand on a kind of molecular scientific level, why would it do that? So I tried getting ripped like 5% body fat while eating fruit, milk, Pop-Tarts and all this stuff. This was flexible dieting and it worked and I got shredded. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. So then I tried various other things, fasting, vegan, keto, blood tests, finger prick, all this kind of stuff. So I, I'm trying to disprove my theory, but it's continuing to just build up evidence. Anyway, that aside, keto, I have nothing against it. I've done it myself a couple of times. I lost my initial weight on it. It has pros, it has cons. The pros are there's potential for this mental clarity. It suppresses hunger. So it can help with weight loss. And by eating keto, by cutting out carbs, by staying in ketosis, you are cutting out a large category of foods which have a low nutrition density. Cakes, pastries, ice cream, that kind of stuff, which for most people, they eat too many of them. Great, this is a step in the right direction. The negatives are that you, it's quite restrictive. So you're straight away going into a very arbitrarily restrictive diet, which then kind of does things in the mind, which means when you come out of keto, it's very hard to kind of reintegrate and be normal. And you, most people eventually do have to come out of keto because they can't sustain it long-term because it is very restrictive. So you kind of have this situation where you build up this likeliness to rebound, to binge, to, you know, develop issues, which is inevitably going to happen if you stay in keto for a period of time. And you might notice this. I've, I've noticed it a number of times. You kind of end up, yeah, rebounding and just craving all these all these things which are restricted. So you might find it, you might not. It'll be an interesting observation. I'm, you know, this is what I say, just observe it, see what happens. If it works for you and you, you have amazing clarity, you manage to sustain your weight, train hard and come out of it when you want to without a problem boom perfect amazing how long does it because i think you know i think i'm still my body's still adapting and you know for example my sleep is it's okay it's like better now mm. than i think the first you know couple days and i got some the magnesium that i'm taking and you know and i guess and, and i understand that like it takes a little while for your body to get fat adapted like i mean how long does that take have i gotten over that hump yet or or maybe not yeah so a few things there the keto flu often is quoted as lasting a couple of weeks now i think that comes from people who have never done it before or never dieted before then yes it can take a few weeks of feeling really really unwell i think for other people who have fasted or dieted before, you're probably pretty fat adapted. As in, you've done three-day fasts, you've gone into ketosis, your body has had experience in using fat as its main fuel source. And I found the same, maybe from when I did bodybuilding. I was in a severe calorie restriction and even eating carbs in a severe restriction, exercising hard, I would have gone in and out of ketosis. So my body would have been practiced at this. So you might be already out the other end. Now, it depends what symptoms you're experiencing, but certainly I found that sleep was an issue when dieting, when in a severe calorie restriction, and when in keto. Now, the flip side is that yes, sleep is an issue, but I used to wake up super sharp 
Like yeah. I used to wake <laughs> up and just be like, all right, I'm awake. And even if I only had five hours sleep, I was like, right, I'm, I'm fine. It's time to do stuff. But I, I think yeah. the theory there is that keto, you run on the sympathetic nervous system. So you're running on adrenaline epinephrine which is one of the arguments why keto potentially isn't good long term but sure i mean yeah yeah and it's i mean to to your i guess experience as well similar for me it's like i've been you know waking up early or less sleep but like i I feel good you know have productive days feel good in the morning and and yeah on my you know some of the stuff like on my aura ring i'm noticing my like heart rate is high you know i mean now that i i got the aura ring a you know month or couple months ago and and so you know for the first time able to see some of that data and it actually kind of leads me into the next i don't know some of the questions i wanted to ask are like what are your favorite or recommended body diagnostic aura ring i know i know we we both wear one like what products do you like for yourself do you recommend for others in terms of just like getting better information about what's going on in ourselves to make better decisions yeah so i'm a huge fan of the aura like with everything it's not magical it's not the be all and end all it has some positives and it has some negatives. And certainly this kind of device is very new right now. The tech isn't amazing, but it is the future. It will get better. So as long as you can interpret the data correctly and not overinterpret it, then it's a really useful tool. So the aura I'm a huge fan of. The way I look at it is, you know, it's what, three, four hundred euros, dollars, whatever. And it gives you some insights and it lasts a long time. So even if it gives you a few percent in insight productivity optimized sleep is infinitely worthwhile, especially for entrepreneurs where those percentages of sleep, you'll get a huge ROI, right? In terms of other things, I, I'm not, I'm quite cautious with other things. Like I'll try all of them because it's kind of my job, but you have to do the fundamentals, you know, like there's all these devices out there, but it's the problem is it's often people looking to skip the fundamentals, obviously not in our cases where we, we've got the fundamentals nailed. We're exercising hard. We're prioritizing sleep. Stress control is a big part of our lives and we've got our nutrition down. But if people don't have these things, then trying to skip doing the hard work or the build the consistency, you're looking at a 1% game when you're, you're not doing the 80%. So, I mean, in terms of other other devices. I've got a chili pad, which I'm a huge, huge fan of for sleep. I also use a white noise machine. I have a Lumi alarm clock, which kind of lights up in the morning. And I have a blue light, a sad lamp. So in the mornings, if I wake up before the sun comes up, then I use that to mimic the sun until I can actually get, you know, real sunlight. The sun, sun. comes up there. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, what's, what's the, the chili pad? What, what is that? So it's a mattress topper, which pumps cold water through the mattress and you can set the temperature. So it kind of, you know, if you have air conditioning or a fan, it kind of cools the top of you and then the chili pad kind of cools underneath you. So it it just provides a really nice sleeping environment. I mean, sleep like nutrition, like exercise, you have to do the fundamentals and the fundamentals are being in bed long enough to get adequate sleep and then your environment, temperature, light and sound. And you need to nail these before you start worrying about things yeah, like yeah. supplements and whatever else. Fundamentals first. And yeah, and that's something that I've learned Always. from from the from the aura ring is or just like how body temperature, how that impacts sleep and yeah. how it should be, you know, like cold 18 degrees Celsius or yeah. something like that. And yeah, and I noticed that for me on some days, especially like when I go for a really long bike ride. So like on Sundays, I'll go for like, you know, three hour plus long rides. And I'll feel myself, I'll be in bed at night and like, you know, I'll have the air conditioning on normal, but like, I feel hot. 
and my sleep is like, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay, but it's, it, yeah. I mean, my body temperature is higher and, and this and that. Yeah. And I think it like, it, it does affect my sleep yeah. and, and uh, yeah. So, I mean, that, that chili pad sounds, sounds cool. So another thing that, that you mentioned, and I, and I've seen you on your stories with your, with your blue light, what about infrared light? Are you like, I've actually experimented. I've got like a little infrared. It's like a box that, you know, I turn on, like my wrist was bothering me and just kind of sprayed it on there. I kind of got like some lower back, whatever, just have it kind of putting on there. Do you do any like infrared? therapy or what are your thoughts experiments with that yeah so i've seen i've seen it coming up i've seen some evidence for some things with it it's definitely one of those one percent things it's definitely one of those optimization things and it's again it's probably very early days as in it'll get much better it'll have much bigger effects there'll be more evidence for it that kind of thing so i mean to be honest i get out into the sun as much as i can and until recently i was following the sun around the world and obviously infrared is a part of the energy electromagnetic spectrum and you'll get it from normal sources around you so the sun is going to provide infrared so i i, I haven't used devices specifically yeah. it's picking your battles yeah. you can't do everything all the time yeah yeah fair i mean I, i've just recently kind of been turned on to it and i mean i've I've read some interesting things of how it just like you know attracts like blood which helps in healing or you know whatever to some of these yeah. areas and yeah i mean my, my own personal tests with it have I mean, it's, it's, it's been good. Okay. I mean, nothing really like crazy conclusive. I mean, my yeah. body generally has been improving and I've been using that thing yeah. a little bit, but it's like, I don't, you know, I don't know how much that is for, you know, the actual cause of things shift a little bit and talk about how you, yeah. I mean, I know your, I mean, life career, I mean, you've gone through a couple, I think at this point, you know, pretty drastic, you know, pivots personally and coming from a doctor and getting yeah. into, you know, entrepreneurship. And I know you're involved with, uh, with an FBA brand and, and all also doing the coaching. And so what has kind of been the, the pull for you through these different evolutions and, you know, where has that got you to now? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think at the time the pull was some sort of identity misal misalignment. It was some sort of, I felt something was missing and there were things which I didn't want. So I, initially I was moving away from this lack of freedom. I was moving away from this lack of health and just, I didn't know where I was going but I was just running away from it. So I was running away from medicine without any idea. Now in hindsight, now that I'm here, I've realized that there was something missing and that I needed to go through this process to fill that gap. So when I was working as a doctor, I didn't have autonomy. I didn't have freedom. So I moved away. I started traveling. When I was traveling, I realized I didn't have you know, the business. I didn't have the financial security. So I, I doubled down on business and then achieved that. And when I was morbidly obese, I didn't have the health freedom. I wasn't pain free. I didn't have the, the longevity because of being morbidly obese. And it was kind of, I was, there was pieces missing in my kind of identity. And I was kind of trying to figure out what those pieces were. It's an ongoing process. It's an, an a forever process, right? But I've kind of found the basic pieces and now I'm refining them. And this is where the coaching comes in for me because a lot of entrepreneurs, they have the, the wealth part down, they have money, they have the lifestyle part down, they travel, they, you know, they have things. But very often, because of those two, they neglected the health part. And the health part is fundamental. Not only does it, 
make the other parts better you're more productive you're you're better at life but it also makes life better as in you don't have pain you don't have disease you live longer all these other things so that's the way i'm kind of going for now is is showing people who are missing the health part how to achieve it while not compromising on the life or the or the business or the wealth so they can have everything ultimately because that's what i found was the thing which felt the best which completed me the most which was you know we're all shooting for happiness right and that was the kind of the basic structure that i found yeah well it's awesome and it's been really cool to see you know your journey i mean since we've known each other the last few years and and yeah i mean it like from my perspective it looks like you've really been able to establish yourself as like the high performance health nutrition for you know successful entrepreneurs and you know and i know we're we're a part of you know multiple successful entrepreneur communities and i have a bunch of friends that are successful entrepreneurs that like you said they had the business they had the lifestyle but they didn't have the health and you know they've been able to working with you they've been able to achieve that piece and i mean i think it if I was looking for a health coach, you know, you'd certainly be up there. I mean, just looking at your resume, you know, doctor, I mean, physically looking at you and, you know, how you approach your life and your diet and your training, like, you know, you definitely look the part of, you know, who I would want to be health coaching me. And, and I think that, I mean, yeah, makes total sense uh, why a lot of these other successful entrepreneurs are looking to work with you and kind of talk about that a little bit, like what kind of people work with you? What are they struggling with? What do they want to achieve? Yeah. So it's exactly as you described, often entrepreneurs, business owners who have a successful business and who have the lifestyle, you know, the freedom that comes with it, but they haven't got the health. And that's often not through lack of trying. Often they've tried various frameworks. You know, they've tried keto, they've tried fasting, they've tried meal plans, they've tried, you know, other coaches and it's never stuck. Everyone has a weight loss story. Everyone's lost five, 10, 20 pounds, but very few people keep it off. So People come to me and they're just, they're, they're like, right, I want to solve this once and for all. Let's do it. And, and that's then when I come in and the focus, the absolute paramount focus is long-term sustainability. Do it once, do it right. Work with me and never need a coach again. And I joke with people, I say, look, once we're finished, I never want to interact with you in a professional way again. Let's hang out in Bali and Thailand, but I don't, you know, one kind of thing, get you done and out the other end. And that's how I, that's how I like to work. And, and obviously, long-term sustainable health change is not sexy. It's not, you know, it's not like drop 20 pounds in a week, let your insulin and magic happens. It, it, it's not sexy, but people do find their way to me. And when they do, we get good results, you know? Yeah. So, so what does it actually look like? Like come, you know, someone is overweight and low energy and they, you know, they're, they're ready to make changes in their health. And they're like, Hey, Dr. Emil, let's, let's end this once and for all. Like what, what do you do? Where does it go from there? Yeah. So essentially the, the physiology, the, the body science parts is relatively well studied there's lots of evidence. I've got lots of experience and I can kind of rank the interventions that need to be accomplished, that need to be done in kind of priority order from the biggest lever, the 80-20 upwards. So we can start from the bottom and work up. And I often joke with people, look, everything you need to know on, about nutrition, I can write on my hand. You can have that for free. Mm -hmm. But the magic 
is the behavior change. The magic so, is the identity shift. So, so is that something like, all right, you do a kind of starts with an assessment, your habits, your routines, your, your eating, your nutrition, everything. And from there, you know, looking at the 80, 20, like, all right, like, huh, well, like you are, you know, having three beers a night or something. And like, oh, you're complaining about, you want to get rid of your, your beer belly. It's like, okay, well, let's start with that one thing. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, like I've got a sweet tooth. Like I, I have, yeah. you know, cheesecake after every meal. It's like, okay, well, let's start with that and like cut that. I mean, is that, is that sort of how it is? Or you kind of isolating, identifying some of these individual habits or levers? Yeah. Yeah. To a degree. So there's two processes going on. One process is fat loss, weight loss, and that's the process people come to me with. And then the other process is behavior change. And that's the process that I'm interested in. So I kind of give people the fat loss and I kind of sneak in the behavior change in the background. So yeah, as you say, we do an assessment where we, we have a look at someone's normal life. And then from a fat loss point of view, we make some interventions based on their normal life. So it almost doesn't feel like they're changing anything, which will cause them to start making progress towards the goal. So that's the easy part. That's the you know, stacked fundamentals part. That's the everything you need on my hand. And then the behavior change, there's weekly coaching calls and it needs to be like that because for every person is on a different part of their journey. They've got different stories. They tell themselves they've had a different history. So what we need to do is we need to talk. We need to talk. We need to see what comes up. We need to see what issues they have. And then we need to shift how they think about these things and start moving the identity in the right direction. And that just takes time. And that's So what are some examples? Like, what is that you know, look like you're checking in and then like what, I don't know, maybe what's an example of something that comes up that you need to address or reinforce on the behavior change side? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we start the call, what are the wins? And people are always like, ah, I did this, but then all this bad stuff happened. It's like, all right, let's just focus on the wins. Like what did you do well? And there's always loads of things. So we, we start there and then, right, what can you improve? And, you know, Thanksgiving was what last week, week before last week. So that's a great example. Loads of people addressed it in a different way. And, you know, some people might have eaten a little bit more than they thought they would. And I don't go in and say, look, you need to just eat chicken and broccoli or whatever for Thanksgiving. It's like experience Thanksgiving and we can talk about it afterwards. And then we can see what the adjustments are that need to be made. I don't expect you to crush Thanksgiving the first time, or if you do, it's pure willpower. And this cannot be a game of willpower because willpower won't work long term. If if you manage to nail Thanksgiving once because you resisted eating the food, next Thanksgiving you will fail for sure. So these events have to be, you have to approach them through choice. It has to be choice, not willpower. So we see what happened. We see the good parts of Thanksgiving. We see the less exciting, enjoyable parts and we make some adjustments. And then next time, maybe Christmas, we'll implement some of these changes. And then over time, we'll layer on change that will cause people to go into these events and effortlessly stay or move towards their goals. Mm -hmm. And for every person that might look differently. One guy was like, yeah, this is no problem. I don't give a shit about Thanksgiving. I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. He was. And one person massively overate. So there's obviously a different approach required there. But then when I went to the person who overate, I said, okay, look, rank the foods that you had at Thanksgiving from the, your favorite to your least favorite. Awesome. Now, what were your least favorite three foods? Okay, great. Maybe don't eat those. You don't care <laughs> about them. Maybe, maybe we'll leave those off next time and just mm. focus on the ones you really enjoy because this isn't about restriction. This isn't about pain and suffering. This is about enjoyment and life. And this is my slightly different approach to other people where I want to enjoy life to the full. I want to keep traveling. I want to keep eating out and I want to be in shape and I want to be healthy and I want to eat the food I want. I want everything. 
And that's fine. Mm. And it's possible. It's very mm. easy to just say, just eat less or just yeah. eat vegetables and just cut out carbs. It's like, yeah, it works, but it doesn't work for yeah, it's, it's building a sustainable, a healthy and sustainable lifestyle and, and habits. And, and, and yeah, this is one thing, funny, funny story. You probably remember, but one time it was like, I think we were in Thailand and coming, I, I was walking back from some meetup event, whatever it's, you know, I don't know, nine o'clock, nine 30. And, and I passed some like ice cream shop and, and there you are with, with Effie. And you got like a freaking huge bowl of ice cream. Like, you know, not just like one, scoop like it's it's like a big bowl of ice cream and you're just like hey like i wanted it <laughs> like okay i mean like ice cream yeah hey but 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 yeah but i also know and i know with people that you work with i mean our our, our mutual good friend ben who also really enjoys ice cream and has had an amazing transformation we actually we, we had lunch uh last week and man that guy looks good i mean i remember you know from some years ago before we started working with you and uh, and i remember it was like ben loves ice cream and so part of his routine included ice cream. It's not don't eat ice cream. It's like, let's build your plan around a lifestyle that you want. And that's going to work for you. I mean, he uh, he dropped 60 pounds. He dropped 60 pounds. And now he's approaching body weight deadlift, one and a half times body weight deadlift. He'd never been to the gym before, like, and and eating ice cream throughout. What is it more like you mentioned with, you know, your, your clients or, you know, people that you generally work with, it's like, they work with you for a period. And then the the goal is to get them like off of working with you. So like, what is, what is a typical engagement look like? How long do people stay with you? What's. Yeah. So, I mean, as I said, the process is behavior change and that takes time. And we kind of mask that with the fat loss. So people often have a fat loss goal and that takes it depends how big people are, right? But usually what happens is we aim to hit the fat loss phase. And then we aim to have a period of learning how to maintain, learning how to reintegrate. So fat loss maintenance, two separate processes. You have to respect this maintenance process. Other programs and things don't respect it. Exactly. They just say, right, you hit your goal. Here's the before and after. Forget about it. You're done. Exactly. People (laughs) go back to normal and fail you know, shame on those programs, probably knowingly doing this to then get the customers to come back and have to go through the program again, which yeah, uh, agreed. So, so you have the, the weight loss, then there's also the maintenance. The maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then we have kind of, and that, that's kind of the minimum that I want because I at least want people to learn how to be normal and then that's fine. Just something like time ranges for the weight loss, for the maintenance, like just some context. It's, it's so difficult to say because people have different amounts to lose, but very roughly people stay on average six to nine months. This is through the whole, including the weight yeah. loss and the maintenance yeah, yeah. of six to nine months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and very roughly people can lose one to two pounds a week, very roughly. So, sure. you know, that, that kind of gives you a time frame. If people have 20 pounds to lose, that's, you know, maybe 10 to 20 weeks. Mm. And, and so when someone signs up with you and you mentioned there's the weight loss component, I mean, I know there's, there's diet, there's nutrition. I mean, like, what do you, what do you like actually, you know, coach them on? I mean, I know there's the week weekly calls, but like, I guess what, what's the program look like? Yeah. yeah. So there's the nutrition, which is, you know, personalized to them. There's no meal plan or, or anything, which is like, right, follow this and you'll be fine. And then on top of that, there's exercise, weight programming, whatever they, whatever they want. You don't have to train. We can integrate whatever exercise people are doing. And then though that's kind of the foundation. And then on top of that, there's stress, sleep, supplements, blood tests. And how far we go into all of that depends on 
where you're well, starting from and where you're, what your goals it are. So whether the person cares, I mean, if their sleep yeah. is amazing, I'm not going to talk about sleep for hours, you uh-huh. know? So the core foundation is someone comes to you, you, you know, work with them to understand their current diet and then, yeah, yeah diet lifestyle. And then identify some of these, you know, 80, 20 factors that you can, you know, tweak. And so they're not getting like a totally new life. It's like, all right, let's remove two things and add two things. And, you know, that's enough to put them on a totally new trajectory. And then at the gym, you're giving them, you're giving them workouts and kind of have like a workout plan. And so that's the the core of it. And then depending on where people are, how deep they want to go, blood tests, sleep, kind of on top yeah. of that. But but this is just the physiology part because then in the background there's the behavior change and that's that's sure, constantly sure. happening and I'm constantly telling people when you hit your goal this is something that might happen consider this and they're just like you're crazy like I'm I've lost five pounds I've got another 40 to lose I'm like I'm 100% confident you will lose the weight that's not the party trick here the party trick is maintaining it once you get to your goal so even from the beginning I'm teeing them up for this soft gentle landing so that when they get there they're like oh, this was super easy. And I'm like, amazing. Yeah. The whole thing was well, well, super easy. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I think there's, there's some like, like NLP stuff of where, you know, getting people to, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think, you know, NLP in a good way. I mean, I've, I've learned a bit about it. I think it's fascinating, but like, you know, getting people to leading them where it's like, okay, when you reach the goal, this is what we're going to do. And it gets people thinking about and into the state of like, oh, okay, like, what is this like when I've achieved this and it becomes more real and they're able to, it's like able to fall into that and cool. So what, for those that are interested, like what kind of packages or pricing does it look like to work with you or your team? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's, the, the product is the Academy, the Health Evolved Academy, and it's myself and a team. We kind of do the coaching together and we, we normally go for a four month minimum because that's the amount of time it takes you to get to know us and amount of time it takes us to get to know you. So after that period, we can then decide, look, this is how long it's going to take you to lose the weight and then maintenance and this, these are your goals. It'll probably take 18 months in total, for example. But that four month minimum means that we can learn that. A few people finish after that initial period and that's okay. We, we equip them with everything they need to hopefully touch words, continue to, to make progress. And then apart from that, it kind of depends on the person, what their goals are, how much contact time they need, how long they need as to the kind of total price. But yeah, I mean, this is a comprehensive investment in yourself. We aim for you to do it once, do it right, and never need to spend any money on a program ever again. So what sort of range, I guess, would people... Yeah. And I mean, and understood that this is for, you know, successful entrepreneurs that are looking to invest in their health. I mean, it's not, you know, this, this isn't a low ticket, uh, low touch thing. You know, you're a, a doctor and really deliver for your clients. So, I mean, I'm, yeah, it's kind of what, what kind of a range or, or something just for, for context for anyone that's interested. It's really hard to give, to give a range because everyone's so, so different and so unique, but I don't know. I mean, for a full process, I don't know, between maybe four and 10,000, something like that for a total transformation. Oh, I mean, but so this is like, I I mean, like a a thousand bucks a month or something Something like like that. that. Dude, that's, 
a lot lower than I thought you were going to say. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, a thousand bucks a month to like transform your life, health, energy, habits, routine, happiness. I mean, yeah, it seems like a worthwhile investment. And, and, uh, you know, and so just kind of, you know, talk for a second. I mean, we mentioned, uh, you know, Ben, our, our good mutual friend, but like, what are some of the other transformation results, you know, that people you work with, like, what are some of the, you know, best success stories or your favorite you know, transformations of, of people that you've worked with? Yeah. So, I mean, they're all on the website, very easy to check out, but you know, one guy wanted to lose a little bit of weight and gain muscle, another DCA actually, he ended up dropping 20 pounds and looking twice the size, you know, people are like, he's gained 10 pounds of muscle. It's like, no, no, he's dropped 20 pounds of fat here. So that's another absolutely crazy one. I mean, Ben dropped 60 pounds and now he's gaining muscle. I mean, a lot of the transformations are just you know, you've seen this stuff before. You've seen other products dropped X pounds. The key is that I follow people up and they're still in shape a year later, two mm-hmm. years later, or they're, they're evolving further. And that's the mm-hmm. ultimate goal here, rather than the magnitude yeah. of the, the, the sustainability, right? Yeah. Less about like shock value, crazy numbers. Exactly. And- you know, you do it and then, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're good. So, so yeah, I think, I mean, man, it's been uh, you know, epic, epic chat, super fun to jam on this stuff. I know we could go a lot longer while we're here. So what would be, if you had, you know, one tip to leave the listeners with health, diet, nutrition, lifestyle, like, yeah, what's your the one thing, if you could just hammer into them, what, what would that be? I mean, just start and stick to the foundations until you've got those nailed. There's no point in looking for anything else. Anything else is just tricking yourself into feeling like you're taking action when you're not. And it's as simple as that. Like that. No new fads, just the foundations. No. Well, dude, Emil, this has been a blast. Thanks for coming on. Where can people find out more about you, more about Health Evolved, more about your, see your, follow along your personal journey and, and, and physical, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So website is dremil.com and all my social media is Emil official, D-R-E-M-I-L official. All right. Well, we'll have it in the show notes and excited for to get this out. And uh, yeah, this is a blast. Thanks for coming on. We'll have to do a blow up sometime. But yeah, th- thanks. This is really, it's really fun. Thanks, man. This has been the Ecom Exits podcast with Nate Ginsberg. If you're enjoying the Ecom Exits podcast, show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. This will help other smart entrepreneurs find us. We appreciate your support. We have a new episode every week on the Ecom Exits podcast. So catch you next time.